uh, yeah, so uh, she continues with a quote. Um, do, 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 do. Uh, no, 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 ads, please. Okay. Okay, I am disturbed that victims who have the courage to undergo an invasive examination to help identify their perpetrators are being treated like criminals rather than supported as crime victims. We should encourage survivors to come forward, not collect evidence to use against them in the future. This practice treats the victims like evidence, not human beings. This is legally and ethically wrong. Uh, apparently, this practice has led to at least one woman, uh, a person whose DNA was collected years ago as part of a rape examination, uh, being arrested for property crime. Uh, Budin uh, said his officers are investigating how often these arrests occur. I All right. I mean, y'all can investigate yourselves. I'm losing faith here. Um, as well as demanding that this practice end immediately and encouraging local and state legislators to introduce uh, legislation to end this practice in California. Some lawmakers are already taking up the task. Uh, uh, Senator Scott Weiner from District 11, Democrat, said if survivors believe their DNA may, be, may end up being used against them in the future, they'll have one more reason not to participate in the rape kit process. That's why I'm working with the DA's office to address this problem through state legislation if needed. San Francisco District 9 Supervisor Hillary Ronan is also working on it and says, quote, any DNA, any DNA evidence collected from victims of rape must not be used for any other purpose than investigating the rape itself. I've asked the city attorney to draft legislation to prevent DNA evidence or any sort of evidence from a victim's rape kit to be used for anything other than investigating that rape. Uh, without admitting that what it's done, uh, without admitting what it's done, San Francisco Police Chief uh, Bill Scott said he's committed to stopping it. So they won't admit they did it, but they're committed to stopping it. So how can you be committed to stopping it if you aren't actually fucking doing it? Exactly. Make it make sense. Uh, we must never create dis uh, uh, we must never create disincentives from crime victims to cooperate with police. I fucking hate pigs so goddamn much. Oh, this is his quote, right? Yes. All right, yeah. so this is the quote from the cop saying what they're supposed to say on camera and how they will not behave in real life. But not even that. I don't even like the way he said it in public. We must never create disincentives from crime victims to cooperate with police. So the goal, again, is them to cooperate with police. It's not about the humanity of the victim. It's not about the healing of the victim. It's about did you cooperate with police? It's always comes down to did you obey our authority when we told you to? Like, and if it's true, this quote continues, if it's true that it's not a debate, if it's true, this woman is already convicted. What the fuck are you talking about? All right. Well, if it's true that this thing that happened actually happened, uh, the DNA collected from a rape or sexual assault victim has been used by the SFPD to identify and apprehend that person as a suspect in another crime. I'm committed to ending that practice. I'm just going to scroll up for a second. Um, the DA said that a woman was convicted. Oh, a woman was arrested based on her DNA in her rape kit. The cop says, if this is happening, I'm committed to ending the practice. It like, already it's happened. Happening. She's arrested. It happened. What the fuck? But, you know, did, maybe she wasn't cooperative enough with police. Uh, the practice might be unconstitutional under California's constitution since it violates victim privacy, as pointed out by Michael Risher of the American Civil Liberties Union of Northern California. 
Federal law rightly prohibits the police from uploading these types of samples into the into CODIS, the Combined DNA Index System, which is used to match DNA samples collected from crime scenes with those collected from people convicted of or in some cases arrested for crimes. Local agencies that maintain separate databases should follow the sensible rule to ensure victims' DNA is not retained and used for unrelated purposes. This is especially important for California law enforcement agencies like SFPD, because unlike the federal constitution, the California constitution expressly protects privacy rights and victim rights. Yeah, that's going on. Um, in case someone needed another reason to be suspicious of reporting your rapes to police. First, they wouldn't test them. Remember when there was that backlog? It was like 400,000, almost 500,000 rape kits throughout the nation, right? Do you remember that rape kit backlog? backlog? No. It was a few years ago. Someone uh, brought to attention the fact that police were not testing rape kits. And so they started going around apartments and there was almost 500,000 untested rape kits across the country. Now they're testing them just to arrest the women. Good. And after letting the statute of limitation runs, uh, letting the statute of limitation runs out for the, all the cases where they know who the rapist is. Right, it's good you said that in that order, because like now you can see the very clear spite. Like, yeah. oh, you're gonna make us do that? Okay, well then here's a here's a fuck you on the way out the door. Exactly. Yep. Wow. I'm positive that's what it is. Yeah. It's really awful. I hate it. But yeah, so that's what police are doing, and um, you know, this is. I don't know. Maybe this is enough of a feminist issue to get white women to stop defending cops. Probably not, but... Remember, like, in these, like, they're felony crimes, whatnot, so they're gonna send them off to prison, right? Yep. So they're sending these women off to prison where, for some reason, men are still allowed to work in women's prisons. Oh. That's just this normal thing that apparently just isn't even questioned. Yeah. God damn. Like, nobody seems to really give a big shit about that. Right? Just the fact that they can work there at all, you know, but then the obvious, what they're going to do when they work there, and you're going to send them there where these men already, out of all the jobs they could have had, yeah. something about a women's prison mm-hmm. just seemed like, you know what? This is the career space for me. Wait, was this your segue into the next story? No, it was not. Oh, because I literally have a story about prison rape. Yeah, this is literally just my commentary. Oh, yeah. Because it's it, it contextualizing, right? Because mm-hmm. they're sending them to prison. Yeah. With men that want to work in a prison, yeah. a women's prison at that. Mm-hmm. And they're going there as someone who has been raped, a form of damaged goods. Mm-hmm. And the police, who are colleagues, essentially, with the prison guards, right? Right. That's a corrections what? Officer. Officer. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And the police know that the only reason that this criminal bitch, this B word is here, Mm -hmm. is because she made us do the rape kit. Mm -hmm. We had to do extra work. Mm -hmm. Do what you gotta do, bro. Mm -hmm. Is what I see. Yeah. Which... It's interesting because this article came out a couple days ago. Ah. Uh, women's prison fostered culture of abuse. Uh. So the story we just read was in California, right? That was San Francisco police using yeah. the rape kits. This is also in California, Dublin, California, a federal correctional institution. Uh, who's the who's the journalist? Uh, Michael Balsamo and Michael Sisak. And the outlet is? AP News. And the time of publishing? Uh, February 6th. Yep. Yeah. Yep, that, that's what the heads want to hear. There's someone who's like, they better do it. They're going to give me all that info for some reason. Yes. 
Uh, yeah, so inside one of the only federal women's prisons in the United States, inmates say they were subjected to rampant sexual abuse by correctional officers and even the warden and were often threatened or punished if they tried to speak up. I think I had this article. It was in the show notes thread. Okay, I was like, I'm pretty sure I read this. Okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, the prisoners and workers at the Federal Correctional Institution in Dublin, California, even have a name for it. The Rape Club. The Rape Club. Steubenville, Ohio. What was the nickname for that football team? The Rape Team? The Rape Squad. The Rape Squad. Oh my god. Yeah. It's so weird how they know what the word rape is until you're actually talking about rape in public. Weird. All right, so an Associated Press investigation has found a permissive and toxic culture at the Bay Area lockup. Wait, isn't San Francisco by the Bay, too? Oh, yeah, San Francisco's in the Bay. How weird that San Francisco and the Bay... Wait, what did you say again? You said that you think cops are... And their their colleagues. And, and their what? Oh, right. Officers. Uh-huh. Weird how this is all happening in the same area, isn't not it? Dead serious, folks. We did not plan that. Uh, no, we just know how it goes. Yeah, and that's... We're being realistic about what's probably happening, and we're usually right, because that's usually probably what's happening. Right, yeah, thank fuck we still have energy about this. Like, at this point, you'd think we'd be speaking in NPR tones now. Man, people don't want to hear NPR tones. Um... All right, so uh, so this is in the Bay Area, and uh, the culture was enabling years of sexual misconduct by predatory employees and cover-ups that largely kept the abuse out of the public eye. The AP obtained internal Federal Bureau of Prison documents, statements, and recordings from inmates, interviewed current and former prison employees and inmates, and reviewed thousands of pages of court records for criminal and civil cases involving Dublin prison staff. Together, they detail how inmates' allegations against members of the mostly male staff. So not only is it a women's prison that has men working in it, the staff is mostly male. Mm. Uh, Mm -hmm. Ah, man. Uh, So the uh, allegations were ignored or set aside, and prisoners could be sent to solitary confinement for reporting abuse, and officials in charge of preventing and investing sexual misconduct were also accused of abusing inmates themselves. Uh, In one instance, a female inmate said a man who was her work prison supervisor taunted her by saying, let the games begin, and then forced her to work with a maintenance foreman she had previously accused of rape. So he made her work with her rapist. Another uh, worker claimed he wanted to get an inmate pregnant. There is something fucking gruesome about that. Anyways. The warden, the man in charge at Dublin, kept nude photos on his government-issued cell phone of a woman he was accused of assaulting. One inmate says she was overwhelmed with fear, anxiety, and anger and cried after enduring abuse and retaliation at Dublin. Another said she contemplated suicide when her cries for help were unheeded and now suffers from severe post-traumatic stress disorder. All sexual activity between a prison worker and an inmate is illegal. I really do not like the term prison worker. Like, I don't like that. Right, they're trying to make them, uh, yeah, it's right. ugly. It's uh, What do you think they're doing there? I think that, um... They're trying to, like, I, I think appeal trying to, to the sanitize, labor factor. But that, but I also think they're trying to sanitize it by making it less, like, police. It's, like, less ACAB by, like, um, correctional employees and prison workers as opposed to law enforcement officer, which sounds like a fucking cop, or prison guard, which sounds like a cop. Like, yeah, his worker sounds like, what the fuck? Are you, like, 
moving the prison beds around with a forklift? Right. What like, are you, you like, are you the one like, cause like, but it's so funny cause all the things you associate with worker are things that we even know from like prison movies aren't happening. Like worker, like you do the janitorial, you, you're uh, on the line, like handing out the food in the cafeteria. No, inmates do that shit. Yeah. Like what the fuck are you working at? Like read the 14th <laughs> amendment again and tell me who's the fucking prison worker. <laughs> what the fuck? Right. There's work and they're, they're overseers. Call them what they are. It's a plantation, and they are overseers. I don't like it, man. Uh, so, correctional employees, fucking prison guards, fucking prison guards, enjoy substantial power over inmates controlling every aspect of their lives, from mealtime to lights out, and there is no scenario in which an inmate can give consent. Thank you, AP News, for noting that. Uh, the allegations at Dublin, which so far have resulted in four arrests, are endemic of a larger problem with the beleaguered Bureau of Prisons. In 2020, the same year that some of the women at Dublin complained, there were 422 complaints of staff on inmate sexual abuse across the system of 122 prisons. The agency said it substantiated only four of those complaints and that 290 are still being investigated. It takes you two years to investigate 290 cases of sexual abuse. Two years. They're lying. Two years. They're lying. So out of 422 complaints, it's substantiated four. Which in essence, like this four, you know what now? Because I want an investigation on those four. Yeah. Because here's what I want to know. Did the other prison guards just not like the people that they went ahead and rolled over on? I kind of wonder about Did they that. Just personal, or were they just like, you know what? I'm, I'm tired of working with fucking Greg. Yeah, yeah I you mean, know what? Greg be doing yeah. that shit. Yeah, there's so many, like, um, was it, like, because, like, honestly, my first thought, because this is, honestly, was it was it interracial? Like, was it a non-white guard who was a little bit too close to some of the white women and the white guards didn't like it? Yeah. That's my first fucking thought. Uh, my second thought is, um, was it an employee who was so incompetent they were going to get fired anyway and they just needed a scapegoat for some shit because someone finally had to get accused because it was so bad? Like, second thought? Yeah. Yeah. I, I would like to know who these four were and what happened that was... So, like, did they forget to turn the cameras off so it's on camera so everyone saw it so it can't be denied? Like, what the fuck? Mm. What, what, what with these four? What? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, all right, so... Was it like Dylan Roof, or like, you can't... Like, you didn't do it the Rittenhouse way. Right. right, right like, were they Dylan Roofs, or were they Rittenhouses? Right. Or fucking, uh, who was that? Who was that cop? Oh, shit, the one in Oklahoma? Yeah. Jeremy... I thought it was Daniel. Dan... Holtzclaw. 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 Yeah, Daniel Holtzclaw, notorious rapist cop out of Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Uh, a hotbed of corruption and misconduct, the federal uh, federal prison system has been plagued by a myriad of crises in the several in recent years, including widespread criminal activity among employees, critically low staffing levels that have hampered responses to emergencies, and the rapid spread of COVID and dozens of escapes. Hmm. Okay. Uh, the AP contacted lawyers for every Dublin prison employee charged with sexual abuse or named as a defendant in a lawsuit alleging abuse and tried reaching the men directly. I like that. You, you heard that? Say again? Um, the AP lawyers, AP contacted lawyers for every Dublin prison, prison employee charged with sexual abuse named or named as a defendant in a lawsuit alleging abuse and tried reaching the men directly. <laughs> through available ah. phone numbers and email addresses. 
I'm, I'm glad y'all noted that. I noted that too. Uh, none responded to the interview requests. A government lawyer representing one of the men uh, declined to comment. Okay. Uh, whew, how the fuck do you say this name? Thahesha Jacino, who is taking over as Dublin's warden at the end of the month, has, quote, uh, promised to work tirelessly to reaffirm the Bureau of Prisons' zero tolerance for sexual abuse and sexual harassment. Nobody fucking believes you. Uh, but they have a female warden now, so I guess the liberals won. Because you know the men are going to respect the fuck out of her, right? Remember Hillary Clinton's one of her, her earliest case as a lawyer? <clears throat> I do. Yeah. Oof. Yes, that queen. laugh, man. That laugh. Go off, girl boss. Oof. Uh, yeah, so um, she said the agency is fully cooperating with the Justice Department and noted that a vast majority of cases were referred to investigation by the Bureau of Prisons itself. Uh, Justino says, quote, I am committed to ensuring the safety of our inmates, staff, and the public. A culture of misconduct or actions are not representative of the BOP's core values. Really? Then why is there a myriad of, wide, a myriad of widespread problems and crises if this is not your culture? Why does it keep happening if it's not your culture? Hmm. Uh, let's see. So this is just some background about the prison. It was opened in 1974. Women's only private prison. Um, you, Dublin Union President Ed Canales comes in with his quote. Are you ready? Are you ready for the heat from Ed? Yes. We have a diversified staff. We have veterans. We have ex-law enforcement. We have good people and they're traumatized. Y'all out here raping inmates and y'all are traumatized, but also, who are his good people, his diverse staff, veterans and law enforcement? That's his diversity. Cops and army guys. Mm-hmm. Who leave the military and become cops. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, inmates uh, did not want their names published, obviously, and the AP does not identify people who uh, say they are victims of sexual assault unless they grant permission, so that's why none of the women's names are in here. Thank you for noting that AP. That is responsible. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, this, they do have a story in here about one woman who says that a maintenance foreman repeatedly raped her and that other workers mocked her for it. And when an internal prison investigator finally found out what was happening, the woman was punished with three months in solitary and transferred to a prison in Alabama. There you go. And what are the, and well, I mean, right. They probably make a phone call, send a fax or an email when mm-hmm. they, and so they're basically telling the bros in Alabama, yep. Hey, one of our guys, you know, he hit that. You know, she started uh, acting crazy. We're going to mm-hmm. ship her down there. See what you can do with her, fellas. Um, and then they also note that uh, another inmate's report that uh, workers, fucking cops, pigs, were abusing inmates, broke through the, to the Justice Department's Inspector General, which led to the arrest of four employees, including former warden R. Gar- uh, Ray, Ray J. Garcia, in the past seven months. Now, everyone arrested faces up to 15 years in prison, though in recent cases, the sentences have ranged from three months to two years. Raping someone and you get uh, three months in prison, huh? That's not even prison. That's actually jail. You don't go to prison for three months. No. You don't go to prison for unless it's a year, right? Yeah, I don't know. if I think it's six months the shortest. It might play out different state by state and federal. So, yeah. So, he's going to go to county. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. Uh, None of the men accused in civil rights suits has been charged with criminal crimes, although several workers are still under investigation. Okay, so that's what's going on. Um, 
The former warden who was arrested is accused of molesting an inmate. Uh, he made another inmate strip naked and took pictures. Um, the abuse ended when the pandemic exploded and the women were locked in their cells. Uh, Garcia was later promoted because the Bureau of Prisons said they didn't know about the abuse until later. According to court records, Garcia told a woman, um, if you're undressing, I've already looked. I don't schedule a time. You just be undressed and I'll be there. Hold up, Garcia? Yeah, the former warden. His I name is Ray Garcia. This guy before. Ray J. Garcia. I have fucking covered this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Solo. So this name is back in the wine cellar again. Great. I remember that name. We cover so many damn stories. Like, I wish I had better show notes so that my shit would be more searchable. So I could be like, and it was episode 842. <laughs> right. Yeah, because like, fuck, I remember that. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, they also mentioned Ross Klinger, who is 36, uh, who was a re- prison recycling technician. Fine. Is scheduled to plead guilty that he abused at least two inmates. Um, he told the women he wanted to marry them and father their children. Wait, recycling technician. So, a garbage man. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, like I've worked in... Fa- it's like when they, they they call the person that gets all the garbage in a factory the baler mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, he's a, he's a baler. Wow. Yeah. Um, and so he, uh, so he proposed to one of the women when she was discharged to a halfway house. Another prisoner, aware of the abuse, reported him to the Bureau of Prisons, but he was still allowed to transfer to a federal jail for employment months later. But despite the move, he kept contacting the victim through an email address, sending her lewd messages referencing sexual acts. Ew. Ew. So even after he left, he kept emailing this poor woman? This is horrible. You gotta kill him. Uh, You fucking do. Um... One, uh, John Russell Bellhouse, 39, a prison safety administrator, is scheduled to be arraigned on charges he sexually abused an inmate he referred to as his girlfriend. James Theodore Highhouse, 49, the prison chaplain, has already signed a plea agreement that he put his penis on an, in an inmate's genitals, mouth, and hand. That's the chaplain? That's the, 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 that's the pastor? The pastor's out here raping inmates? Not surprised. Uh, Garcia, who is the highest, uh, oh, sorry, (laughs) Garcia, the highest ranking federal prison official uh, arrested in more than 10 years, had an outsized influence as warden over how Dublin handled employee sexual misconduct. He led staff and inmate training on reporting abuse and complying with the Prison Rape Elimination Act and had control over staff, staff discipline. He was also in charge of the legally required rape elimination compliance audit, but had not completed it until about the time he was arrested. Oh. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's what the fuck is going on there. And they called it. What the fuck did they say they called it at the beginning? What, what, what? The, this prison, they called it what? Um, <laughs> the Rape Club. Ah. Yeah. Good nickname. Yeah. Folks, it's not going to get better. <laughs> uh, WineCellarMedia.com. That's actually the whole thing. Mm. It's not going to get better. Like, you think about the fact that I just covered that, that, because I kept hearing you say Garcia, Garcia, Garcia. Mm-hmm. And then when I was like, I said it before, then you said Ray J. And I was like, oh, motherfucker, yeah. Is the Ray R-E-Y? Uh, it's R-A-Y. R-A-Y? Hmm, still sounds, mm, yeah. God damn it. And I looked and um, it looks like uh, the folks on the YouTube, uh, they go by BNC. They also uh, covered this. 
and I'm realizing that I've seen them in my show notes and whatnot before, so I went ahead and just followed uh, their YouTube page. Let me bring them up on screen so folks can see. Um, yeah, BNC News. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've come up in my show notes so many times that I went ahead and followed them on the uh, on the YouTube's there. They got 112,000 subscribers, and I'm one of them. Nice. All right, let's get the uh, the funk ouch. Out? Out Ouch. here. Out out of here. Away from here. Away from here. Something or other. Oh, we're done. Wait, are we done? Here. Are we doing more segments? Uh, if you got more. Okay. Yeah. 